Let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much for this final third session. Um, thank you that you've been speaking to us on this issue of being a friend and what that means. And now, Lord, on this um, final um, exhortation, just speak to our hearts again and um, encourage us by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, on the first day, we looked at what? What did we look at on the first day? We looked at this issue of who is a friend, a good friend, a bad friend, and we said that we all need friends. We all need friends. In this community, we can all be friends in the community, but we know there are friends and there are friends. All right? There's the general friendship, like we all are young people together, we hang out together, we are all friends, but we said we need special friends that we can connect with, we can talk to, we can share our heart, we can encourage each other together in the right things, not the wrong things. On the second day, we looked at, you know, God inviting us in as friends. God saying, I am your friend, and I've given so much to show I love you, I care for you, you matter to me, I will uphold you, I will support you, I will strengthen you. In fact, I died for you to make sure you're always with me. That is God saying, I really want to be your friend. And yesterday we asked people to respond if they wanted to accept the invitation to friendship. You know, you can force this and God will not force it on you. God will not force it on you. I... I I will not force Christianity on any of my children. I will teach them and encourage them and show them the way. But I want each person to come to the point that they say, yes, we want this. I remember our two daughters, you know, of course, as a pastor, I want them to get baptized early. I want them to walk with the Lord. And in the earlier days, I kept nudging them. Don't you think it's time to do this? Don't you think it's time to do this? And I said, Dad, no, we're not ready. No, we're not ready. I was kind of disappointed. Because I thought they should be ready. But they kept saying, no, Dad, no, Dad. And so I stepped back. But by themselves, they came to a point and they said, Dad, we want to be baptized. They were teenagers already. We want to be baptized. Are you ready? Yes, we are ready. And I said, I will not baptize you because I'm, I'm your dad. I want someone else to do this, take you through the process and baptize you. So your relationship with the Lord is not something you got from your dad, but it's your decision to accept 
the offer of friendship by the Lord. In this final session, I don't know how much this will resonate with all of you. Maybe some of you may think you are too young to understand this. This message may not be for everyone. But I'll be faithful to present what the Lord asked me to give to you. And even if it's just one person here, I think there's someone that this message is for this morning. Do I have your green light to go on? Is it okay to go on? Let me see your hands if it's okay to go on. Let me just see your hands. All right. So, we'll go back to the scripture we looked at yesterday. John 15, 15 to 16. Guys, girls, shout this verse out. Let's read together. One to go. Thank you. I no, 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 let's go back. I no longer call you servants. And we looked at that yesterday. But just to go in deeper, he gives a reason why. What's the reason? He says, because a servant does not know his master's business. That's strange. How would a servant not know his master's business? The servant is with him all the time in the house. The servant is always serving. How will he not know? But you see, that's the difference between a servant and a friend. The servant only responds to instructions. But the friend, the son, the daughter has a big picture of what's in the master's heart or the father's heart. The servant just has a small glimpse into the master's heart. But the friend has a big picture, a wide picture, a wide view. Don't be a servant who just has a tiny idea of what God's heart is about. What's God's big plan? What's God's overall plan? What's the big picture? Ephesians 1, 9 to 10, help me again by shouting this out. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he proposed in Christ to put into effect. When, listen, does anybody have a newer version? Who has a Bible here? Anyone has a Bible? This is um, Ephesians 1. Can someone read for me 9 to 10? New Living Translation, NIV, um, Amplified. This is, this is the key verse for this session. So, I have this in, uh, I think that's King James or something. But let me hear this from a newer version. Who's got it? Step up to the mic. Who's got it? Who's got it? Come quickly. Come, 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 girl. Yeah. So, which version is that? 
Which version do you know? Uh, it's NIV. NIV, all right. 9 and 10. Um, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he proposed in Christ, to, put, to be put into effect when times reach their fulfillment. To bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth. To bring earth. unity to all things what? In heaven and on earth. In heaven and on earth. Under Christ. Under Christ. That's what I was looking for. To bring to unity all things in heaven and earth. Under what? Christ. I need one more version. That's NIV. I need one more version. New Living Translation. Amplified. Yes. Yes. Let's hear all right, ESV. One, nine, and ten. Yes. Making known to us the mystery of his will. Making known to us the mystery. It's a mystery. He's making known to us the mystery of his will. According to his purpose. All right. Which he set forth in Christ. Now, he has a purpose. He set forth the purpose. And that mystery which he set forth in Christ. Let's hear that. As a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. To unite all things in him. Who is him here? Christ. The mystery of his will. Now, to the servants, the will of God is a mystery. To the servants, they don't care. To the servants, yeah, we eat, we drink, we sleep, we rise, we're good, we're fine. But for some people that are friends, they know more, they get deeper, they understand the heart of the Father. What's the heart of the Father? To unite all things in heaven and on earth under who? Under Christ. The will of the Father is to bring everything under Christ under one head, and that is Christ. Friends, this is the big plan of God. And as friends of God, we need to understand this is the heart of your Father. Now, there's a brand of Christianity. Listen to me, guys. Uh, Notch the guy next to you if he's sleeping. I, I need to see your eyes, right? We're not praying yet, okay? So, yeah, just in case you thought we are praying. Yeah. Don't close your eyes. It's not prayer time. You know, there's a brand of Christianity that goes around today that says all that God cares about is you. All that God cares about is that you are happy and you're, you know, it's all about you, you, you. Hello? I want to say something. It's not about you. He has a big plan for the whole world. He wants to bring all the heaven and all the earth under Christ. Now, some of you are too young to really care about this. Or maybe some of you are not close enough to Jesus to care about it. But if you are his friend, you want to know what's in his heart. My wife is my friend. I care about her. What she thinks, <clears throat> what she wants 
It's important to me. And so, as we walk together and live together and grow together, I am growing in understanding what's her desire, what's her expectation, and I'm committed to make that happen. Because we are friends. What's the point of being a friend and you don't want to do what the person wants? That's not friendship. And so the big plan in the heart of God is to bring everything. Can you say everything, please? Everything. Please, does everything mean everything? Everything means everything. But just in case we don't understand what everything means, he says everything in heaven and everything where? On earth. Everything above, everything beneath, bring everything under Christ. That's the big plan of God. That's God's plan for the world. For baby Christians, they don't care. For baby Christians, they're just thinking, God, give me this. God, do this for me. God, make me happy. It's all about me. But friends are saying, God, if this is your heart desire, I'm interested. I'm in. I'm in. Isaiah 41, 15, I will make you a new sharp instrument having teeth. Thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small and make the hills as chaff. Listen, there's this picture God says, I will make you, come, come, come. You know, you look small. And I don't mean that in a bad way, okay? You're small because you're young, right? But God says, what? Stand here and right next to me. God says, I will make you. Did you hear me? I will make you a sharp instrument. Now, just in case you don't understand, he says, a sharp instrument with teeth. But it's not to walk around with like a sharp instrument with teeth. He says, so that you will do what? You will beat down the mountains. What are mountains? Mountains are those strong things, those strongholds, those powers, those obstacles, those things that say the will of God will not be done. Those are mountains. The mountains say the will of God will not happen, not under my watch. Those are mountains. The mountains say you will not rule here, Jesus. You will not rule, not here. We are in charge in this place. Those are mountains. And God is not going to crush the mountains. Who will crush the mountains? Who will crush the mountains? We will. Can you say, I will? Now, now, listen to me here. Listen to me. What's your name in case some people don't know you? 
James. I know James. No. Someone is, where is, I, I, Nasser, come. Come, 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 come. Come, come, come. You know I always pick on you, right? You can, you can be unhappy at home, but yeah, I'll pick on you right there. Okay, here. What do you see when you look at Nasser and James? Nasser is taller. Guys, look, uh, look at the shoulders there. Look, look at, you know, look at the... <laughs> now, God says what? He says, sorry, I'm just using an example. Sorry, Nasser. God says, I will use you as small as you are to beat him. In the ordinary, does that make sense? No. I mean, I can imagine Nasser just saying, mm, it's not going to happen. I can lift you with one hand. Nasser just thinking. But you know what? Thank God for the supernatural, right? God says, here is a strong, sorry to use the word, mountain. But here is a tiny little buddy. And God says, I will make you what? A sharp instrument with what? With teeth. And what would you do to him? You will beat him down. Now, I didn't say that. That's the word of God, right? I will make you. Now, when he says I will make you, it means it's not you. It's God doing this. How many of you like those, you know, those Chinese, Korean movies where you have this small guy who would just... And then you find this... You find... You find this tiny guy... You know... You find this tiny guy somersault, turn around, spin around like Jackie Chan, and he does something... He's... Hey, come on. We know it's a movie, right? But what we're talking about is not a movie. What we're talking about is God saying, I know you're small. I know you don't think you're much. I know you don't think you can do this. But God says, I will make you a sharp instrument with teeth. And all those strongholds and powers and forces that say the will of God will not be done. God says you will bring them down. That's the big plan. God wants to use the weak things to humble the strong. That's you right there. That's me. Thank you. Sit down, guys. That's, that's you. That's me. I gave my life to Christ. I've said this before in 1991. 1992, I was just one year in the Lord. I didn't know much about the Lord. I didn't know much about scriptures. And I went for a youth conference like this. And there, someone was talking about the nations. 
about places that have never heard the gospel, about strongholds, about powers, and how God was looking for people that would go to serve him. And I sat there and I crossed my leg. And I said, well, that's not about me. It's not for me. And then God spoke to me and said, why not you? Why not you? Why won't you go? Why won't you go make a difference? I said, God, I'm young in age. I'm young in faith. I'm young. I don't know much. I've not been to seminary. I don't know. God says, I will make you. Did you hear Jesus saying that to the disciples? He says, I will make you what? I will make you what? Fishers of men. You don't know how to do this, but I will make you fishers of men. Isaiah 41, 20 says that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of Yahweh has done this. The Holy One of Israel has created it. God wants to do something that the world will see that he did this. Revelations 5, 9 to 14. It's very thin. Um, you may not see this clearly. But I read Revelations 5, 9. It says, they sang a new song saying, you are worthy. Now, if you can read this, I need you to, to, to read this with me. Can you just shout this out together? And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God. Verse 11. Then I looked and heard. And 10,000 times 10,000, they encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice, they were saying what? Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Look at that. This is the big plan. Thousands and thousands and tens of thousands and tens and tens of thousands and millions. They say to the Lord, you are worthy. You have received power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Jesus wants to sit on the throne and the millions and billions of people on the earth that he purchased would come before him and bow before him. Amen. Amen. That's the big vision. That's God's heart. That's why he says, you are my friends. You are my friends. But I want to send you to do this. There are mountains on the earth. There are people who need to hear this. There are powers that need to be confronted. 
And someone in this room will say to Jesus, yes, Lord, I want to be part of making that happen. Maybe one person, but there's someone here who says, I'm your friend, Lord. If this is your big plan, I want to be part of it. And I'll start today. I want to be part of it. In my school, I'll start. When I get to university, I'll continue. After university, I'll find wherever there are strongholds and I'll take a stand for you, Jesus. I'll take a stand. In this world that's full of darkness, I'll take a stand. Because you will make me a sharp instrument with teeth. Jesus died because all lives matter. All lives. I lived in a community in northern Nigeria where to get to that community, you walk for about seven, eight hours. There are no roads. You walk. And after walking all those hours, you get to the bottom of the mountain and you climb the mountain many hours. But on top of the mountains are communities. Thousands and tens of thousands of people and villages know Jesus, know God. And so in 1992, the Lord told me, will you go? Will you? Would you go and make me known? If you're my friend, would you stand for me? Would you be my voice? In 1992, all I thought about was how to have fun. I was a child of God, but I thought, I need to make it in life. I want to be rich. I want to have money, good house, a good car, and all those things. But God was saying, yes, but I have a bigger picture than that. Would you be part of this? There's someone here who's saying, I'm too young. Maybe James is saying, this is not for me. Let the older guys think about this. I'm still too young. And all the older guys went to fight. And Goliath every day came out and defied Israel. All the older guys were there. They had the armor, they had the swords, they had the shield, they had the spear, they were trained, they'd been to seminary, they knew everything, but no one could fight Goliath until God found a small boy. Will God find a small boy and a small girl this morning? Will God find one person who says, yeah, Lord, if that's your plan for the world, I want to be part of it. Make me a sharp instrument with teeth. And after this camp, Lord, remind me every day that this is who you've made me to be. Let's rise together. Just look at the screen. Can you look at the screen for a moment? <clears throat> what do you see on the screen? People. Lots and lots of people. Lots 
and lots of people. But they are held down by strongholds. They are held down by powers. Can I ask you to do something? I really believe in the power of prayer. The Bible says, whatever two of you shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done for you. Do you believe that? Can you agree with someone next to you? Just, just go to someone and say, let's pray together about this. All right? Turn to someone and say, the nations that are held in bondage, we pray for their release this morning. Just begin to pray. Now, if someone is joking and fooling around around you, leave him and go to someone else. Because this is serious business. Can you agree with someone? Henry, come pray with me, please. Just say, Lord, I agree with my brother. I agree with my sister. These people, they will hear you. Lord, please make yourself known. Oh, that's our cry. Your plan is for the nations. Your plan is that the nations will know you. Your plan is that the strongholds will bow. I agree with Hendrik, Lord. Lord, according to your word, every tribe, Lord, we believe you will do this. You will do this. You can do this. You can do this, Lord. Please, Lord, all nations. In Jesus' name we pray. We're going to pray one more prayer. Listen, still hang out with the person. Pray for the person's country. All right, if you don't know his country, ask him what's your country. But pray and say, Lord, in his country... Every tongue, every tribe, every village, every city, every people, may they know you. That's the big plan, right? So just pray for that person's country. Pray for Nigeria. I'm praying for South Africa. Let's pray together. Just pray for that person's country. Lord, pray for God. Lord, pray for South Africa. Lord, every tongue and every tribe, every village, every city in South Africa would come to know you, would come to know you. Every city, every tribe, every, every, every tongue, every community in there would know you. In Jesus' name we pray. The final slide. Will you be a friend to Jesus? Will you be a friend to Jesus? We can say yes, yes. We can say yes, yes. But there are countries waiting to hear. Vietnam, North Korea. In this region, the Middle East, North Africa, there are cities, towns, and villages. They are still waiting to hear. Goliath is still strong. While you go to school, 
while you do your exams, while you do your home chores, while Kelly gets ready for marriage, while we do all the stuff we do, remember his big plan is that he wants to unite all things in heaven and on earth under Jesus. But Goliath says, no, not in my watch. But I'm looking for a David in the house. Maybe it's one person. Not a David by name, but a David who says, Goliath cannot stand if God is making me a sharp instrument. If you are here and you just want me to pray with you, would you come and I'll pray with you? You're saying, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Someone told me yesterday that the Lord said to him, you are a warrior. So there are some warriors in the house. And God is saying, come, please come. Don't. You know, we need to go past the stage of caring what people think. You know, teenagers are always worried about what somebody thinks. I'm not asking everyone to come. It looks like everyone's coming. I'm asking you to say, if you are saying, Lord, yes, I want you to use me somewhere, sometime, yes, make me a warrior like David. I'm so glad even little James is here. Because it's not about how you look. It's not about the color of your skin. It's not about how spiritual you are today. It's about your heart. Something in you saying, Lord, please use me to change my world. Is that your prayer, guys? Those of you here, is that your prayer? Because the Lord is marking your name down in a register. The Lord is saying, yes, I hear you. The Lord is saying, thank you for being my friend. The Lord is saying, thank you for stepping out. And the Lord is saying, I will watch over you. I will watch over you. Lift your hands to the Lord. And just say with me, Lord, just repeat with me, Lord, help me. I feel small. I don't think I can do this. Without you, I cannot do this. But I hear you. You're looking for someone. And here I am. I volunteer myself. Here I am. Send me to the nations. I'm still young. But David was young. And so, Lord, take me now as a warrior, a spiritual warrior, and I will fight the good fight from now in my school, when I get to college, and after college, remind me of this decision. Shoot me like an arrow. Deep into the heart of the enemy. Bring down the strongholds. Using me as the sharp instrument. Do you believe that, guys? Just say, Lord, thank you for this. Just, if you want to, just, just say, Lord, thank you. Thank you. I believe. Say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. 
This is real, Lord. I believe. I believe. Thank you, Father, for this young lives. They say black lives matter, white lives matter. But Lord, young lives matter. Because it's from young people you raise a new generation of warriors who change the world. You picked me at 22 years. And for 30 years, you've not let me go serving in this capacity. Lord, I ask you pick these young lives and don't let them go. Even when they forget, bring it back to them again. Blessed be your name. I bless you, children of God. I bless you in the name of God the Father. I bless you in the name of God the Son. And I bless you in the name of God the Holy Spirit. And let everyone say amen. Amen. All right. Take care, guys. It's been good hanging out with you. Bye for now.